Hello, podcast world. It's been a while. I'm back with a new feed and a new show. It's essentially the same thing. Um, obviously not camps and missions focused, so I'm just going to be talking to people about things that are interesting and uh, hopefully interesting people and hope you enjoy the conversations. That's essentially that's all that this show will be. Uh, also, there's some no intro music, and I made it myself on GarageBand because I didn't want to buy any royalty-free music, so... I use the royalty-free loops that Apple provides. So uh, I hope it isn't too terrible. Hope you like it. Here's the first show. Live from Pensacola and also live from my parents' office in wonderful Tyler, Texas. is me, but more importantly, Annie Phoebe. Annie, how you doing? <laughs> Good, Kevin. Hey, what, isn't what a great... that one like laundry stuff is from that good smelling stuff tyler i don't think so yeah those candles oh that oh yeah, yeah tyler candle company sorry yes. there's okay yeah sorry i don't i don't buy lots of candles <laughs> but when i do they're usually not tyler tyler candle sorry, company i just whatever. ruined your intro but uh that's this, this is the most professional podcast in the in, in history of podcasts um, i had to have your claim to fame in tyler texas i know we're hey we're recording on black friday uh yes. is there, are there any sales going on that you are you're hankering for annie are you are you a black friday person or do you like loathe it with your entire being i'm actually standing in the middle of a line in target right now uh, Annie's a liar because I can see her, <laughs> so she's not doing that. I'm just um, kidding. I actually really love it a lot. Like nice. And I f- sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I'm missing some good deals to like get my, you know, Christmas presents for people. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. I you could no. <laughs> I just I <laughs> on Sunday I was like thinking about Thanksgiving and I was like, you could not pay me to go to the grocery store on Wednesday, like the day before Thanksgiving. And so I was like, I was in the grocery store and I was getting all my stuff. I was like, there's no way I would be there on Wednesday. And then Wednesday night at like six o'clock, I was like, crap, I forgot. (laughs) What did I forget? Like almonds or something. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I go to this Walmart and I thought I was going to have either a stroke or like a panic attack. I was like, this is too much. There were so many people. I was, like, trying not to, like, run into people. And I think I went down the same aisle, like, six times because I just couldn't I couldn't handle it. It was, like, sensory overload. You, you just, you just turned into, I don't even know, you just turned into a shell. You just, you just, yes. You went, assumed the fetal position and just, like, rocked yourself <laughs> back and forth in the middle of a Walmart on a dirty floor. Down aisle That's what four. happened. That's what happened. Um, I also loathe, uh, black Friday with my entire being, but I enjoy the, like, if I could just buy something on Amazon, I'll do that. So I'm like, I'm like, I hate shopping. I hate corporate America, but I will shop online (laughs) at the comforts of my home in my sweatpants. That sounds great. So I don't know. I think Uh, it's less about shopping and more about other people. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Basically Annie and I don't like people. Or Mm -hmm. that's, that's the, the gist of it. Enough of about Thanksgiving and, uh, (laughs) Black Friday. What a great intro to this podcast. I'm just, I'm going to bleed the zero listeners already. I'm going to go into the negative, actually. People, people, no people, are, and then like less people, negative people are actually going to listen to this podcast. So it's going to be impressive. But uh, Annie, uh, you have been on my previous edition of my podcast that mm-hmm. I may have hosted that no longer exists. But um, who are you? Who, what, what do you do? What, what's your name? Yeah, clearly we already know your name. Uh, well, who am I? I am a graphic designer 
and photographer and lover of all things beautiful and creative. I'm realizing how much I love the creative process. It's not even funny. Like, I think, yeah, I'm just realizing, like, I see the world. Even though I'm, like, not, I don't think that I'm, I'm still getting into, like, the art world, but I, like, see the world through the lens of an artist because I'm, like, so captivated by everything. Like, people joke about, like, people running off to see butterflies and, like, dandelions, but I'm, like, really? Like, <laughs> it just sounds so, like, hippie-ish. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> but I love, I just love, I don't know, especially nature and stuff like that, but, um, but yeah, anyways, I, uh, I live in Pensacola, and I'm a graphic designer for, um, with Michelle Benzinger for a little store called Meaningful Market, and, um, and then I do, like, photography on the side, and, um, I'll go and speak at things. I used to be a life teen missionary up in Dahlonega, where you live, Kevin. And, um, Dahlonega. Yeah, it's the best experience of my life. And, um, so yeah, so the term I kind of gave myself and really when I was praying about moving to Pensacola was a creative missionary. Cause I was like, I'll be a missionary for the rest of my life, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, whether I work at Starbucks or like at a parish or like whatever, um, and so it's just kind of, like, developed into the role that I'm in now as, like, a creative missionary is how do I spread the gospel through my relationships and through art and through... It really is, like, an open door because it's, like, creative. It doesn't have to just be art, but it can be, like, get creative with spreading the gospel, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I call you queen of the side hustle. That's what I call <laughs> you. It's my, I love it's my the official side term. hustle. Queen of the side hustle. Anything. You should put, it on, put that on a business card. Tell Michelle. Yes. I'm sure she'll love it. Wait, I love that. That's Queen so funny. Queen of the side hustle. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're a graphic designer. I, when you just said you love creative things, and does, it, it made me think of, there's a podcast. I, I, I talk about this all the time, but 99% mm-hmm. Invisible is probably yeah. one of my favorite podcasts. And the entire, ostensibly, the show is about design. And that can go into a variety of places they'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite episodes was they were talking about um, designing natural pathfinding in the new international terminal and uh, at Atlanta. So like, oh, instead of yeah. having like lots of signage, it's just like, you're naturally kind of directed just like through the way that the, f- the flooring is done. Like there's yeah. certain kind of, uh, it's kind of shepherds you towards your like gates. psychological cues or something. Right. But it, it, it was crazy. Cause it could also be like done nefariously because mm. you it could like shepherd people into like the overpriced bookstore <laughs> or the Starbucks or, you know, so it's yeah, like, see that part. I hate, I hate that. It's right. Like right. And, side. Yeah. There's, that's the, but you know, that's like good design does yeah. lead you to do what you want. Yeah. And yeah. The good things and what you're hoping though. The, yeah. the process but anyways 90 invisible is a much better podcast than this one you should probably, <laughs> probably should just pause this one and go listen to it and probably be <laughs> more worth your time but um yeah so you're a designer how did you originally kind of stumble upon your love for design because i know that your degree is not in design per se <laughs> um so how how did that come about that you decided like i love art and design and i want to mm. start doing this um i started it was kind of like, I feel like a seed was planted in me in maybe like high school is when I first started taking graphic design classes. And I had a really great teacher and, um, and I loved it. It was just one of those things where I would like stay after school to finish projects. And I would spend more time doing that than anything. And I, I remember my, my cousin was actually a graphic designer. He was a little bit older and he, 
at the time you didn't have like a subscription for the Adobe suite. You just bought it and like it was like hundreds of dollars or something. And so he like was some computer genius and so just like hacked into it and like gave me his version too. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> so I could just, I would just do random stuff at home and like stay at home on the weekends and just do that. And, um, but then I wanted to study it in college and then I just didn't. Um, but then really what, like, what did my, you study instead of that? What, I studied healthcare favorite? management <laughs> because it like, was practical. <laughs> right. That's like the most undesired. I'm just trying to think of like creative healthcare management. Yep. That sounds yeah. like just sparking the creative yeah. juices right there. <laughs> um, and I've realized over the last couple of years, just like I've had to go back to that time and be like, okay, what happened to like 19 year old Annie, like during that time of giving up that dream because I was going, I went to Chicago to study Loyola, Chicago to study graphic design and advertising and marketing. And, um, and I think that there was something in me that had a heart for like missions and service. And I would see people, you know, going on, um, like the Peace Corps and Doctors Without Borders and doing all that. And I was like, so drawn to that. And then, but there was also this desire in me to create and design and keep doing, um, keep doing all of that that I'd been doing in high school. And I didn't know in my mind, those thing those two things didn't go together. And, um, and I also didn't like the, I guess like the culture of it, um, especially that I was picking up on in the big city. Cause this is, this is before my faith really took a turn and before my conversion. So my faith wasn't inf informing anything about my life. So really the design world was about, it was like cutthroat and it was competitive and it was, and it still is, but it, I just approach it differently, you know? So it was about like the kind of marketing that you're talking about, like in the airport where it's like lead people to buy things that they don't need. And I was like, I just, that just makes my skin crawl. So, um, so yeah, so it wasn't until my time as a missionary where you get a substantial amount of time <laughs> really to yourself to pray, to like uncover go deeper into your identity that I realized like there was something, there was a gift there and there was a desire there that needed to like come back out. Um, so then, yeah, I ended up here down in Pensacola. Michelle and Chris Benzinger called me one day and asked if I would come work with them after my time as a missionary and do creative things. And since, so I've been here for the last two, a little over two years and just been, teaching myself and like loving every second of it. So cool. It yeah. reminds me a lot of, um, there's, I think it's a quote from, um, redeemer of man. It's John Paul II's first encyclical they wrote. Oh, yeah. It's like 1978. And he says, it's one of these very profound lines that like Jesus or Christ, Jesus Christ reveals man to himself. Yes. So it's like through the discovery of the Lord, through the encounter mm. with Jesus Christ, that is when we fully discover who we are. Yeah. Um, is within, like once we are baptized and we become part of the body of Christ, that is when we finally realize like our own identity, our own gifts, our own giftedness, all those different things. So that's so just reminded true. me of that. So thanks, John Paul II. You're the best. <laughs> Love you. JP um, too. <laughs> and I, I know we had, we had previously just get touched about on design and you, now that you are a creative, now you realize you're a creative person and you're like seeing the world through a different lens. Are there any specific things out there. It could be like a magazine. It could even be like a physical object, like the new iPhones or something, but something that you really appreciate the design of that, 
um, mm. has really struck you or something that like you take a lot of cues from? Mm. Um, yeah, I, um, well, the first thing is this, Michelle and I are obsessed with, um, cageless birds, which is this community with Jonathan and Melissa Helser, who are a part of Bethel church out in California, but they actually live in North Carolina and they basically run a camp similar to like Covecrest. And, um, but young adults come there for a year, almost like a formation year, but it's called like the 18 inch journey or something like that. And it's like a creative school and, um, and cageless birds, that's the name of it. But then every quarter they put out this magazine called cultivate. And it's just like this, it's just like this beautiful, almost like a piece of formation, but it's like art and formation and like different people write articles from like the camp and, um, and then everybody has their own craft. And I just think like, I'm just like inspired by that. And I look at their stuff all the time. Um, cause they are really getting, it's not just design, but it's really getting to the heart of like why we create in the first place. It's because we were made in the image and likeness of a creator and like everything they do flows from that and not just like to produce things to make money, which is something that I admire so much because it's so easy to just get in the mindset of like making things for money and like you lose the beauty of like the gift. Um, so I look to them all the time, especially when I feel like I'm getting away from myself when I'm getting away from like enjoying the design and stuff like that or losing like the, the goal of it all. Um, and then there's this, um, I follow like a few people on Instagram and stuff like that. And there's this guy named Sam Larson and I don't even know how I found his stuff, but I, I mean, it's pretty popular. He has like 500,000 followers on Instagram. So it's not like some secret gem that I found, but he, his stuff is like kind of edgy and it's a lot of like double exposure type stuff. So it's like two images in one kind of, you know, like, and I love stuff like that cause it tells a story and his stuff. I'm like, I could never dream of making the things that he does, but I'm like, maybe one day I'll get, you know, I'll get there. But I love images that are more than like what meets the eye, I guess. Um, double entendres. You yeah. love the double entendres. Yes. And you're so. just so edgy, Annie. Edgy Annie. <laughs> The, the queen of the side hustle, Edgy Annie. That's what we're going to make your business card. Lauren McParlin was my my uh, roommate first year of missions, and she call, she would call me um, Angsty Annie because she would walk in, I'd be listening to, like, Skinny Love by Bonnie Bear. She's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. You're just um, in your feelings like drunk. That's all. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a troubled artist. I wear my feelings on my sleeve. <laughs> Listen all your your emo and, yeah, and hard, hardcore right. punk. I had black hair when I was like twelve. Wow. I know. I know. I don't know what my mother was thinking. Um, <laughs> or maybe it was a dark brown. Let's not go that direction. She, she was setting dark. you up for future success of being angsty. <laughs> That's all. To be an artist. Yep. She just, she just um, knew. She knew from when she saw you. Said that girl. She's gonna need. She needs she's a, got a she lot needs of to know. <laughs> she needs to know her feelings. We're gonna we're gonna make sure it's it's visible on the outside. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so those are just a few. And, like, um, Casey, that works for Life Teen, and David, that works for Life Teen, I think. I just love their stuff. They're kind of, especially Casey's illustrated style um, and just the little things she posts on Instagram here and there, I think is, um, I just love it. And I love following people like that. And because then I look at, I used to be, I used to look at stuff, at other people's stuff and think, like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to be 
like them or I'm never going to be good enough or I'm never going to know how to do that or whatever. And now I look at it and I'm like, I wonder how I could do that. Could I recreate that book kind of my own or take it and do this or do that? Um, which has been kind of a really cool um, and like life-giving transformation too. So, Right. It even sounds a, a little like, because I think writers have styles. It's just like you kind of just essentially riff off people that you've come across their stuff and like, yeah. I, I feel like musicians, rappers, like it's, that's yeah. like the constant creative thing is I, I think there's this, perhaps this is just like the modern tendency. It's like, we have to invent ourselves anew every yeah. single day, but it's like, no, we're kind of building off what people have already done. And then just like adding something to it or subtracting a thing that maybe we didn't like or doing yeah. this or that. And that's like the, I mean, I, I think of the history of philosophy and like, that's, it was like built building on what yeah. people had gone before you. Uh, and then we take this modern term where it's like, ah, forget Aristotle, forget Plato. We don't need these. We're going to start with the mind. We're going to do yeah, this. Anyways, yeah. this for, I'm, I'm going far, far too deep on a subject. That is, <laughs> no, but uh, it's so true. There's a, I don't know if you've read the book, um, steal like an artist. I mean, it's uh, hard. I could hardly say it's like a book. It's like a mm -hmm. coffee table book almost. So it's little things here and there, but I read the first time I read that was probably four years ago and I it blew my mind because for yeah I had that mentality for so long like I have to be everything I have to do is original and like but how do people just like come up with stuff out of like they don't just pull something out of thin air and like put it on paper or whatever and um and after reading that book he's like he says, I think he quotes, um, what is it, Ecclesiastes, and he says, nothing new is under the sun. Mm -hmm. Vanity of vanities, <laughs> all is vanity. That's and a good way like, to start the book. He's like, everybody steals from everybody. And you just, there, I mean, there's a difference between plagiarizing and like remaking, I guess, and like making a new thing. But, um, but yeah, like you you just take what inspires you and you make something new. And, and yeah, so my eyes were like totally open to that of like, just literally take somebody's this and take somebody's that and put it together and just, just to even play. It's not like I'm going to go sell it or market it, but you just learn by doing. And, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it totally opened my eyes to like, wow, like nobody, and even to see, um, like especially music artists, like this whole sampling thing now where they're taking other people's hip hop stuff and culture baby yes that's, and i'm that's like hip -hop culture what i'm like if bruno mars can do it i can do it <laughs> <laughs> if he steals i'll steal no this actually makes me think of even food like yeah. um there's a really great food documentary on netflix right now called ugly delicious mm. um, some people can think david chain's a little abrasive and over the top in terms of some of the things he says but they have a whole episode on tacos and it essentially is like how mexican food has been influenced by all these different cultures so if you look at like mm. tacos al pastor that's actually because lebanese people came over to mexico brought shawarma and then the mexicans created it, their own thing tacos what? al pastor where you get pork shoulder and you layer it on the big spit and roast around with the pineapple and and then there's even like they're talking about these like tacos arabes which yeah. is like Arab tacos where it's like the, instead of using a corn tortilla, you're using like a pita. So it's like a, a thicker flour yeah. tortilla even. And wow. just like all of these different influences that like come across from, and even look at like Korean food, for instance, like, or Hawaiian food. They use a lot of like spam because the U S government came over with like war stuff, um, during world war two. And so they had to have like cheap food brought over. So like the stuff that was available was spam. And so they like, if you ever go to Hawaii, you can essentially get like, 
this thing of rice with spam on top wrapped in seaweed. And that's like a Hawaiian delicacy. Hmm. And so there's just like all these different influences. Like it's not just your original thing, but it's like, okay, like I came into contact with this culture and now I'm going to like use that part because they're part yeah. of us now. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's like a, is it? Yeah. I don't know if you're thinking of cooking, it's just like a, just throwing everything in a dish and seeing what comes out. <laughs> right. Or even just using like different cultures have different, I mean, there, again, there's another documentary. Uh, what is it? It's like salt, fat, acid, heat, I think is the, uh, the new thing. And it's essentially, mm-hmm. it's, it's looking at how all of these different food cultures use those four things. Like those th- four things are constant, but they're in different forms in each like cuisine. So like a Chinese person would use different stuff than a Mexican person would, would use different stuff than an Italian person would, but like they're all using essentially the same like Legos kits. They're just building different stuff with the Lego <laughs> kit. You know? So it's yeah. really interesting. I find oh, it fascinating. Cool. <laughs> I, this is a good tangent. Um, but how, um, do you, do you have any people that you feel really influenced by in terms of design? I know you're kind of like new at it, but is there someone <laughs> like you feel like you really try to steal a lot from right now? Uh, I don't know if, any, I don't know anyone in particular, but I, I mean, I love Pinterest and I love, there's another website. <laughs> I steal from Pinterest. <laughs> there's one called Design, Design Inspiration, which is really cool. Um, and, but yeah, that guy, Sam Larson. And then, um, I don't necessarily steal things from him, but I, I think I would like to, <laughs> or, um, I just like looking at his stuff. There's also, um, this guy, I don't know if he's, I mean, well, I know he's Christian. I don't know what his story is necessarily, but his name's Noel, the artist. Um, and he's got some really cool stuff too that I'm like, man, I need to, I want to learn how to do that. Um, but there's, I mean, like even looking at kind of those, those websites that like sell graphics, I like to look at those things and I'm like a cheapskate. So I'm like, I'm not, I mean, I want to support artists. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also a cheapskate. So I'm like, I'm not going to buy that. I'll just learn how to make it. So make I'll kind of, yeah. <laughs> so I'll kind of look at it and then kind of try to do my own. And that's like, that's what's so cool is there's a freedom in that to be like, okay, I'm looking off this person's, but then when I do it at first, I'll get frustrated because it doesn't look exactly the same, but then I'm like, wait, I could do this and this and this. And then I'm making something totally new that first started out to be like this other person's, you know? And I'm like, I just geek out over that stuff. I love it. That's awesome. And I forgot to mention the reason I have Annie on the show to begin with is because Annie designed the new podcast logo, which is super (laughs) great. And I think it's cool that we're talking about the creative process because we can kind of just break down of like how it was for you in terms of going through this creative process in Mm -hmm. terms of making this logo and, iterations, how long it took, all that stuff. So um, like to start, we kind of had an initial conversation about what exactly I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want a podcast logo and I want it to say my name. And that was about, I mean, I had, there were some like different ways we went, but that was more or less like what I was yeah. looking for. So how did you kind of take that jumping off point, that like beginning point, and then kind of just like go in the various directions that you went until you kind of came upon your final version? Um, well, yeah, the initial conversation is like, I try and be, even though you're kind of like, yeah, just do whatever. Like I try and be pretty thorough. It's like, okay, well I know you don't want pink, right. Or purple. Um, perhaps but... I did. You just didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. If you wanted pink, we can make you a, a watermark with pink on it. Thank you. That's, that's um, all I was hoping for actually. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, I try and be pretty thorough and, and not just like, well, what colors do you like or what fonts do you like? But even to be like, okay, what, 
let's look at the 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 medium that we're going for. So let's we're not going to go look at T-shirts or like I mean we could, but we're going to go look at other podcast logos and just kind of see what is out there and see what do you like and what do you not like to. So yeah, we went through like maybe six or seven and. Um, it's helpful for me to get an idea of like, what do you like about this one? What do you not like about this one? That kind of stuff. And, um, and it's just, it's, I love that part of the process too. Cause it's fascinating to me what strikes other people and what doesn't. Cause it's obviously different than me. And, um, so then after that, it's really just like, probably my favorite part is kind of like the discovery phase, like the exploratory phase where I just kind of, you have like a blank document and you just start playing. And that's something that's taken me a long time to get to because again, being new to all of this, it's been, if there is a long time where it just felt like a hustle where I had to get something done um, and a lot of pressure, like, well, what if they don't like it or whatever? And I was totally missing like the best part, which is just playing around and like making different things and, throw, you know, looking at other people's stuff and then throwing my own thing in there. And just like, I mean, the because honestly, the first time I like saved the document, it didn't look anything like what your logo <laughs> looks like now. There were right. different colors and patterns and all this different stuff. And, um, and I, and it, it's, and you, you finish that and then you go home at the end of the day and you just leave it and you come back to it the next day and be like, okay, what if I did this? What if I did this? And so it's, um, you know, you obviously don't have like all the time in the world, but it, I think it's important to have enough time to be able to have that, to fit that stage in. Otherwise it's just, it just feels like a job and it just feels like hustling and that's no fun. Right. So, um, so yeah. And then, so I kind of finally got to the point that the final logo is at. And then I love the font that you said looks like, um, what did you say it looks like? The Fender. It looks like Fender. the Fender logo. I always want to say Fendi. Is that like a bag or something? I, I, can't I don't remember. know. Fendi. <laughs> it does look like Fender. Um, but yeah, like even that little, that script that I, I really like because it gives a little different look to, like it makes your name stand out, but it's not girly. It's not a girly script. Um, right. So I, um, yeah, so I really like that part. And then... Like you said, you wanted the blue and the gold, which um, I think goes really well together. And I love like what your response was about the um, the Church of the Jesu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so the the things I love about it is that it's like it's simple, it's clean. Um, something that's that's uh, even it was harkening even back to what we were talking about about creative even food wise, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you start with these building blocks. So we looked at podcast logo to begin because we're mm-hmm. not just like we're not making this brand new thing. It's like there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts now that all have logos. Some yeah. of them are great. Some of them are the worst, <laughs> biggest abominations you'll ever see in your entire life. Uh, and then there's ones that are, you know, somewhere in between. And so like you could get a kind of a broad swath of those and, and go from that. Um, but again, back to the things I like, I like that my logo is simple. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It's not busy. There's not like a bunch of like random things going on just like, or like, like a really low quality picture of my face just like stuck on there because it's like, Hey, it's my podcast. Here's, there's Kevin. Um, I, I love the colors because I love household AMDG for life. Um, and I just love, I really, yeah, I just love Navy. Navy was also my high school, um, color as well. And so Navy and Navy is just like a good neutral. You can kind of wear it with whatever. And yeah. it, it, it works for, uh, 
a, a white guy who has no style like me. Um, <laughs> and lastly, as I, as I was sharing, the, um, the navy and gold looks a lot like, um, if you ever go to Rome and go to the Jesu, uh, St. Ignatius Loyola is buried there, and his tomb is Lapis Lazuli, uh, which is uh, this beautiful stone, I mm-hmm. want to say. Um, yeah. And then there's also gold on top of it. And it's like, the church is one of my favorite, outside of the four major basilicas, is probably my favorite church in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an absolutely gorgeous place. But it just reminded me of, <laughs> of that Lapis Lazuli and gold and the way it just kind of pops. And mm-hmm. um, I, just, I just liked it a lot. So you yeah. did good, Annie. I, I liked it. <laughs> Everyone I showed it liked it. Yay. So you must have done something right. Um, <laughs> how, how do you know when you, you know, like as you're going through the creative process, like, how do you know, like, okay, this needs more or this needs less? Is it just like a feel thing? Is it kind yeah. of what people are looking for? Or do you just like, you just kind of just throw things on and be like, eh, okay, remove that or <laughs> take a bunch of stuff away. And then you're like, oh, actually that needs more. You know, how, yeah. how do you like manage? Cause there's kind of that tension there, right? It's like yeah, totally. nature abhors a vacuum, but at the same time, there's sometimes <laughs> you need a vacuum and sometimes you need to fill the vacuum. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the whole thing is just tension yeah like it's like managing the tension of it and um I mean there was a point where I was like tried like seven different blues which are to maybe to some people's eye or like they're like that's the same blue and I'm like no no it's like not the same blue <laughs> look look at look at the hex color yeah it's slightly look at the different. hex code <laughs> like it's not the same um but yeah so I mean part of that is just like okay, what, ooh, like, a little bit more, a little bit cooler, a little bit warmer, like, play, just, like, really, like, if you think about a little scale and, like, sliding the mouse to either side, it's, like, just playing with that, and sometimes I can be, like, meticulous to a point where it's, like, almost like a perfectionism, and there's a point where I'm just, like, all right, like, yes, I could add more things, or I could do something else, but, yeah, you have to think about the client, too, and you're, like, all right, I don't have two months to do this and, and doing and realistically taking two months to do a square podcast logo is a little ridiculous. So, um, I think (laughs) part of it, (laughs) so yeah, part of it is like, it's been a good discipline for me to be like, all right, Anna, you're done and just take a step back. And that's, that's a good thing too, about, um, designing for other people where you're like, okay, you can have, you know, two or three revisions as part of the, process so that way if you're like no I don't really like where that's placed or whatever then um then we can change it because I think it it's always helpful like I'm glad you had other people look at it because it's helpful to have other eyes um to see like well what about what if you tried this and that's another thing that I love about the creative process is that um it's always better when it's done in community or when it's done with other people it's like there's always something different brought to the table um Cause yeah, creating by yourself is like fun and whatever, but it's not like creating with other people, which is probably my favorite thing to do. So, um, but yeah, that it's just, that's another thing that I've learned is like to just put the metaphorically put the pencil down (laughs) or I guess my mouse, (laughs) put the mouse down and say it's done. Right. There's that, that business metaphor of just like, you just got to ship it eventually. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's time you just got to gotta get it out the door. Exactly. No, no matter like, yeah, you're, you're not putting like crap out there. It's not like, right. oh, this is something I am shameful of and like wish I never had put my name on it at all. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yes, you can always like, even with, you know, writing or like letter mm-hmm. or things that seem like 
less creative. Like you can always fix like one more thing, like, Oh, right. I'll just this little bit and I'll do this a little bit. And just like, you can keep fiddling where it's just like, no, it's like, it's fine. It's done. Yeah. You can do that with cooking even. It's like, Oh, yeah. I should add a little more of this and a little more of that. And then if you keep doing that, like you're going to, it's going to be send, gross. Oh, yeah. You're going to overseas in your dish. Your dish is going to be cold. No one's going to want to eat it. Yeah. Uh, so you're like, you eventually just got to get it out the door and get it because that's where like, because it's like it'll otherwise become it becomes like solipsistic and it's just like mm. it's just you and the thing and <laughs> no one else right yeah uh which is no good it's like with podcasting i just you know i am a very minimalist in terms of editing because a i'm bad at it b i'm lazy <laughs> um, and c i found that with uh, if it's not like egregious no one really cares that much yeah. like yeah and I, and like i'm not producing cereal i'm not producing like these really high production yeah. podcast that like they have multiple people whose job is just like sound engineering and music <laughs> on it it's like i'm one guy so just like just record the conversation put it together make sure there's no like loud screeching noises make sure like the le the levels are essentially the same and just get it out the door that's yeah. all you have to do it's yeah. like this isn't rocket science so i've even found that myself just like just send it like i don't need to make fifty thousand little tiny audio edits because i hear like there's like one little crinkle in the background right that you could hear you know so <laughs> it's not my forte but no that's really yeah. cool i i because like i don't think of myself very much as a creative person um i don't i'm not good at drawing i like cooking that's probably the most creative thing i do in terms of like cooking and kind of get my creative juices out <laughs> yeah um, and so it's cool to hear like the process and there's again like similarities between yeah. disciplines even it's like it's yeah. not just it's like own little separate thing yeah um Again, it's those building blocks. Like there's, yeah. there's constancies across the board. We're all human <laughs> yeah. after all. So, um, and I, I love just like what, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before, but what you were saying about the church of the Jesu, because I think that's the most rewarding part of anything is like, I mean, I love that you love your logo and everything. Cause you're going to see it whenever you produce this and other people are going to see it. But that to me is secondary to the fact that it like struck a memory in you, which I think is it's the most rewarding thing because it's like such a mystery. I'm like, wow. In the creative process, I could have never been like, I wonder if this is going to make Kevin think about this, you know? Like, right. That wasn't like a part of any of our conversations no. <laughs> prior to it, but it's, it just so happened. You know? Yeah. And you didn't, I mean, you said you liked Navy and gold because of your household, but there was nothing in there about like, well, my favorite church is the Jesu and you know, all of this. And I just think that that's like the most, that's like the point of art is to like strike up a feeling or an emotion or a memory or something in somebody to feel something or to inspire something or, um, yeah, I don't know. And I just is like, when you said that, I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> right. And, and even again, uh, clearly all I think about is food. Cause I just really don't think <laughs> about the food. But, uh, it, if you remember in Ratatouille, right, when the restaurant mm -hmm. critic comes in and they serve him Ratatouille, which is a peasant's <gasps> dish, right? Yes. He eats it and it brings back the memory of yes. his mother or his oh grandmother, eat him eating it as a boy, right? Yes. And so it's like a lot of these dishes <laughs> that we love so much. I mean, it was just Thanksgiving, right? So we have mm -hmm. a lot of memories associated around this because this is like the one, one of the few times during the, the year that like, families will specifically with get family. together with each other yeah. and cook like a specific thing. It's like there's Turkey, there's stuffing, there's, yeah. there's that. And it's like oh, every wow. family has their own thing. Like my family, we make this uh, fruit salad that has a lot of like whipped cream and marshmallow <laughs> and other things. And it's delicious. It's terrible for you. Yeah. You know, there's like, like, this is hardly fruit. There's, there's hardly fruit, but it's like, and, like that's what I think about when I think of Thanksgiving is that's like a dish that we always, always have. And my yeah. dad always makes pumpkin cup pie because he <laughs> loves pumpkin pie. And there's just like these like, constancies but mm. like eating that f eating that when i eat pumpkin pie i think about thanksgiving when i eat mm -hmm. this like 
a fruit salad that's like covered in heavy whipping cream. I think of like Thanksgiving <laughs> as a kid because that's what we would always have. You know? <laughs> um, so it's just cool how, the, again, it's like it's these things. We have these things because they're delicious, but also um, because they bring back some type of like sense memory, whether mm-hmm. it was, you know, something. Re- maybe it's like eventually, you know, you'll have if I eat something that you know, the, the, you went on your first date with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It's like, oh, like this is the food that we had. Like that, you know, it's just the, it's cool. Those connections that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. Creativity, something that Kevin is not. Well, thank you, Eddie, for taking your time on this you're Black welcome. Friday from Thanks from your uh, from the time in your the Target that you're not in that you're standing in line <laughs> to get all of your deals. Um, is there any way? Uh, yeah, clearly. Um, are th- are there any ways that the people can follow you on um, the social medias? Perhaps you know the Instagram, <laughs> since you're an artist, and that is definitely the the artist haven in terms of social media. <laughs> Yeah, um, so my, my Instagram is just Annie Phoebe. And then um, also, if you want to follow our store, Meaningful Market, um, that has our store and even our design house that's connected to it, which will um, eventually be switching to Greenhouse. So keep your eyes on that, the Greenhouse Collective. Um, so if you're listening, you're getting a little sneak peek. Um, I know. And then um, even like for my photos and stuff, I really like Unsplash because it's just uh, – it's like a stock photography website that's become pretty popular, but I love it because it's just like all these different photographers just sharing like for the, out of their love of art and out of their love of photography, they're just sharing their photos with the world for free. Um, so, and that's a good place for like inspiration too. So if you want to check out some photos, that's a really good place to do it besides Instagram. And, uh, I think that's it. Uh, On that unsplash, are you just Annie Phoebe on there or? Yes. Okay, cool. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, considering I never post there, I, I just am on Twitter to get the, the funny videos and GIFs. Um, I have to say, the, if anybody needs a laugh during the day, talk to Kevin because he's the best Twitter. I hate Twitter and I can't figure it out for the life of me. I'm the worst millennial ever. And <laughs> Kevin sends me tweets at least 10 times a week and they're the best thing ever that's all i have that's I'm like a, where do you find gi- this stuff it's my gift to the world everyone I, I have nothing else to give besides me talking into a microphone that my mom and my sister will listen to well uh again happy thanksgiving annie thank you for your time me i too, appreciate Kev. it and uh have a great rest of your day thanks for listening everyone thanks.